I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that increases your moist, Marcus. Alright, boys. We did uh, probably the least I've probably ever done with this episode. Uh... We just wow. jumping straight this in. This is the least. Going in raw. Um, That's how I like it. <laughs> is it, Marcus? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're 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 a pull out man. Is that is that your that's your method? Uh, no, I don't pull out. You mean- <laughs> <laughs> he just stays in forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I stay in and I, I'll buy the uh, the morning after stuff. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. How expensive is that stuff? I've never actually looked. I think it's like 50, um, 60 bucks. It's like 50 bucks, normally. The price of a video game? Yeah, Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. To prevent the human life from being born? I mean, I guess that's... A, it's that easy. <laughs> that's actually a steal when you think about it. That's that's super cheap. Especially against the like cost of childcare. Mm. And just having the baby. Which is, oh. That is true. Um... So I guess there's an important question we have to ask ourselves um, today, which is how about this? Uh, how about this metaverse thing? Oh my god! I mean, it's crashing and burning as we speak. So <laughs> why bother? I remember when I was a kid, I read, all, I, I watched movies and TV shows where like virtual reality was a big thing. It was going to be like the, the future of computers. And isn't I mean, isn't it funny how like outside of video games where it has some applications, Marcus? I know you. I watched you play Resident Evil Four. It looks fun. It looks fun. <laughs> yes, it but is. But the whole like you're gonna meet people and hang out in VR, and we're gonna fucking. It just kind of hasn't worked out other than VR chat, which is like the lawless west of uh, yeah right. software. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where like the simpler solution was the better one. Where most people these days, if they're like, if they're not able to see each other in person, they're fine with like voice and video chat like that's like kind of all you need really Mm it's like at the end of the day if i get into a virtual world and hang out with you i'm still not going to be able to physically touch you or do like have any of the regular you're still basically just doing voice and video chat but with some extra steps involved (laughs) so it's just like why not just do the basic version of that Right. Wait. So, didn't you want Ready Player One? We're gonna have like vests that that, that let us know we got hit or whatever. This is gonna be the future. Mm. They already have that. But that, that that's the other thing is they don't consider is like that's like a bunch of equipment you have to have to experience something. It's like I'd rather just have like my phone and my computer to communicate with people. I don't need all this other random shit in my house. <laughs> right. Actually, I think there was like a YouTuber who actually bought all the shit. Haptic vest, the weird like treadmill and everything. 
it costs them like five thousand bucks. Yeah, <laughs> which for one isn't worth it for the general populace, and two, like the amount of shit he had on just to be in VR was yeah. insane. It's like, can you imagine? You're like, oh, I gotta go play a video game real quick, and twenty five minutes later, you're able to actually boot the game up. I'm finally and then dressed. Time you to realize that you're. Game. You realize your local cash hasn't been verified, so now you got to do that. Takes another ten minutes, and then by that time it's dinner time, and you just didn't get to play at all. It's like, that is so stupid. Yeah, that's our real future. That's what's coming. (laughs) But yeah, the metaverse thing is just kind of a disaster because I think, like I said, VR chat works because it's lawless and whatever fucking you want to do goes. But here it's like trying to create this curated, you know, carefully sort of like managed environment where you're going to go to work in VR. Like, Fuck you! I don't want to work in VR. Yeah, I don't want to work with a huge headset on. Like, mm-hmm. I just right. want to do my job. Like, why? I also don't want to work in me- the metaverse. I would rather go to VR work than <laughs> than walk into an actual brick and mortar place to work. I just feel like I feel the tech isn't there yet for stuff. Like, they did an episode of Community. With the with the VR setup where everything was like required to like climb a fucking wall and zap lasers at files like we're not doing that obviously <laughs> worlds within worlds <laughs> I don't that sounds like an upgrade I'll take it but it's like Jesus it's wept <laughs> that's not the quote um it's, yeah but yeah it's just one of those things where it's like it's just it's you're adding an extra layer of of bullshit on a thing you're gonna do anyways right. Mm-hmm. And they're like forcing people at Facebook to have meetings in the in the metaverse or whatever. Right. Can you imagine? It's like, okay, Katie, can everyone get on the metaverse link real quick so we can have this meeting? It's just, we gotta go over the product roadmap for Q4. Sorry. Like, Not to mention that could easily be an email, probably. <laughs> yeah, almost all meetings can be. Um, but yeah, that I just can't imagine. Because I, I have to admit, like, probably most of the people who work at Facebook probably don't love facebook they probably do it because they get paid a lot of money so they're probably all just like yeah we're having this yeah yeah yes you have to put the headset on yes you have to verify your account <laughs> yes you have to do it but then then the meeting starts and they're all just sitting there and one of them's like one of them wants to be signed at the headshot but they can't because of copyright so he's just like <laughs> blue man with tails <laughs> fuck that be sanic <laughs> that's why vr chat's great you can be literally anything who gives a shit it's just one of those things where it's like because usually they, they they faked the legs in that video they made oh that turned to be fake. God. <laughs> yeah, because that's what everyone was waiting on. <laughs> but I've literally seen people on VTubers like, with models that have legs that are modeled. I've seen them like like Philon has has legs that are modeled mm-hmm. pretty well actually. So why can't Facebook crack this shit? You know what's 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 their problem? I don't know. They're probably trying to do it themselves, have their own proprietary bullshit or whatever. Well, I'm sure it's that they, they, they want you to be able to sit down and not have to move around, but still have legs that move in, in the fucking thing. And it's just like, guys, you can't have it all, all right? Yeah. Also, how funny is it the metaverse immediately turned to rent-seeking by trying to sell you property in it and shit? Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Like, it's fucking Second Life or some shit. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, because, like, what is it? The late adapters of the other shit probably jumped on this shit first, so they, oh, I don't want to miss out on this fucking cash grab. Yeah. Although, uh, better taking a cue from popular MMO Final Fantasy XIV, which has a motherfucking housing market in it. 
Oh god, yeah. So I actually I know you're talking about this article that I sent from uh oh god, who wrote this article? What, what, what I'm it? actually not talking about that article, but oh good time to bring it up. I did actually read this article, and the thing is, the advice in it is good. The advice is build more fucking houses. Build more houses, limit folks owning one house only, and then give away old houses. That's that's a pretty simple solution to the problem. Wait, are we talking about actual housing or is this just Final Fantasy housing? Both. That's how it works in fourteen, and this this article is saying to apply that to the real world. Okay, yes. Agreed. <laughs> pretty simple solutions, I would say. And while it is crazy that Final Fantasy fourteen has a housing market. I guess that you could you could have a worse model for how to do it in real world. The only problem is Marcus would never have a house because to get a house to find Fantasy fourteen you have to wake up at five thirty in the morning. Ha! Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. I feel like Marcus, that would be super simple for you. Just don't go to sleep. True. It would be easier can... for me to not sleep than it would right. be to wake up. <laughs> Marcus is Marcus has the the solution. He doesn't wake up early, he just doesn't go to sleep. Like he can, he can, he can be there at any time. But how tired he will be is dependent on when it is. There you go. <laughs> Just but like eventually, Marcus final. will sleep, and it'll be months. Marcus yes. <laughs> <laughs> closes the housing deal and immediately falls asleep on on his new living room. <laughs> he misses moving day. They give it to somebody else. <laughs> they can't move in. I'm already here. I'm a yeah, squatter. He's he's, he's, oh, he's there. He's hibernating. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. He'll be fine. Just put let's put some fucking cheeses next to him and a bowl of water. He'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. The metaverse is very funny to me. Uh. I don't understand what their tr- what the point of this whole thing is. Like it just seems like overly complicated. And we have better solutions already. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so. It's just the saddest thing. It's like. Mm-hmm. I saw a video of somebody who was like trying to play one of the metaverse games, and there was like three people in it total, and it was just sad. Everyone was just walking around, just doing nothing, just <laughs> kind of being. You're like, you know, you know, there's three other absolute losers on this planet who are willing to do the same thing as you are. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of a uh, PlayStation Home. Remember that fucking dumb shit they tried? Yeah, they were like, hey, by the way, you wanna you wanna play bowling in a video game? That's great. We have that, but you gotta wait in line. Just like in real life, buddy. <laughs> All the fun of real life. Yeah, how long is the line? Oh, two and a half hours to play a video game with my friends? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's awful. Don't worry, in the meantime, you can walk around a mostly empty virtual art museum. The one place where we could put literally wall-to-wall art with no, you know, uh, actual restrictions. Uh, no, you just want it's like a barren wall with one small pixel painting in it. And then that's what you can do. Mm-hmm. Literally, just go play Second Life. Like that's or use Second Life. I guess yeah. that's the that's the better option. Yeah. Or have a first life. Do that. <laughs> do that first. And if you want to have like face to face meetings, with people conversations, but you don't want to show your face, we have a solution. It's called being a VTuber. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> or what's the thing called face rig that software you can like, make yourself into a fucking yeah it's like a cheeseburger a, a, or something a, yeah cheeseburger or whatever the, hey there's your answer right there just fucking use face rig <laughs> face rig easily done I haven't heard of this yeah. oh it's like right on steam <laughs> yeah it's been on for a long time that's oh, on steam that's cool mm-hmm. I think I used it okay. a few times in the discord but yeah <laughs> I want to talk to you guys about this fucking thing 
with the AI art. Did you see what I posted? What I said? Yes. Holy shit. (laughs) Now, now I want to, I want to get some thoughts and some feelings from the two of you on this. I got to let Marcus loose on this one. Cause he's been the, he was the proponent of AI art until he heard anything about it. And then he was kind of against (laughs) it. So uh, listen, I still think it's, it's a valuable tool if used the right way. But I know people are going to use it for filthy, filthy capitalism. So let's go. Start it up. Start the train. Well, so what happened in the situation is a person was doing its art on stream, which is a, a popular thing to do if you're an artist, is to stream yourself making your making your art of uh, Raiden from Raiden Genshin Shogun. Impact. Raiden when Shogun I was a kid, Raiden was a Mortal Kombat character, and then he was a Metal Gear Solid character. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's going on Genshin's with this. Well, technically, Raiden is a, is a Thunder really entity, so... I don't buy that. He's a man with a <laughs> Why not name him a Thunder-O, then? Why does he <laughs> gotta be Raiden? <laughs> What the fuck does Raiden have to do with Thunder, Market? You say right. that as if it was justification. Go ahead, Smith. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Smith. I mean, person was painting was painting a picture of this of this character, and then somebody else took their work in progress, fed it into an AI art generator, and had it finish the art. And then when the artist went and posted their art, the guy who used the AI art thing was like, hey, mine's from six hours ago. You ripped me off. Credit me in your in your art. Wow. Punch that dude in the dick. <laughs> this is that person crazy. has subsequently like, deleted their, their Twitter account uh, in shame, I guess. Yeah. But what a fucking crazy thing. That is, that, it is crazy and uh, incredibly... Uh, What's the word? Depressing that this is possible. That anybody and just anybody can just go do it. It doesn't take right. any actual talent or um, really any Listen, creativity. While, while I agree that that sucks that people are using this against individual artists, this would be great against huge fucking companies. <laughs> just be like, hey, that thing you're trying to fucking make us buy, it's been ours for a day and a half now. Eat shit. <laughs> Keep it moving. That is my thing. The one thing you could do with it is you could like hook up an AR generator to like a supercomputer and generate every possible like Coca-Cola ad ever. <laughs> and then be like, well, we, we did it before you, so you know. Yeah. You owe us. You're obsolete. This this actually was a thing a while back. There was an, an idea someone had, an experiment. Like, listen, let's take a, a, a blank image, 4,000 by 4,000 pixels, and let's just have a fucking computer assemble every possible combination of pixels in different colors and just generate every possible image that can exist. And then we'll, just, we'll own every image that could ever possibly exist. Yeah. <laughs> they should do sure. it. Yeah. We've got, I mean, the AI wow. generator has to be able to help with that. Who, who bought it out? And what happened? <laughs> no one. It was an idea someone had. Because oh, okay. they, they would take like a quantum supercomputer to do this shit, apparently. Um, right. It's because AI art takes things that already exist and iterates on them and changes stuff around and, 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 and tries to make things look a certain way. This would be literally just brute force every image possible. Yeah. It's like a brute forcing a computer password. Isn't or it crazy, but, though? Because you got to think about it. That means that computer can draw you naked. In every position you could possibly be. In. <laughs> yeah. Standing on your hands, it, it, legs spread, butt cheeks wide open. With, 
with anyone and everyone and everything ever. Yes. It would generate a picture of you being fucked by a giraffe. Yeah, you'd have a like that's what gun. happened. A chainsaw <laughs> cutting your dick off. Yep. You know. Chainsaw man cutting your dick off. Yes. <laughs> a man made of chainsaws cutting his own chainsaw dick off. <laughs> Here's what gets me though. It would generate some images that would be aliens and we would never know they were real. Right? Ooh, right. Yeah. That's how it has to work. This is actually the more thing about it gets scarier. I don't I don't want to think about this anymore. This is this is yeah. terrifying. This is a Stephen King story or some shit waiting to happen. Like <laughs> it probably already is a story somewhere. You're right. He's probably got it already. He's writing it right now. Yep. He's 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 tapped into the live feed of our podcast. <laughs> That's how he gets all of his ideas lately. <laughs> He's like, when I want to find something fucked up, I listen to the Illenials. And the interviewer's like, what the fuck is that? What are you talking about? His new book coming out soon, Sigourney Cleaver. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Sigourney Cleaver and her Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. Um, So yeah, that was was fucking stupid. Um, I don't know what, what happened with that. Oh! Here's the thing that I wanted to ask you, that I wanted to tell you boys about. Uh, we, we're, we're labor advocates on this show. We yep. like to advocate for labor. Did you hear about what happened with uh, the new Bayonetta game? Yes. Nope. The actress who has played Bayonetta for the past couple games um, was only offered to get paid $4,000 total for a, you know, large, very popular game like Bayonetta. So she has decided to not do the project and is asking people to boycott the game. And I'm going to go ahead and yeah. say, way ahead of you on that one, lady. I've, I've been boycotting those games for years. Right. And God, that's that's in the face of the $450 million this game's already produced using her voice. Yeah. Which is so fucking shitty. Like, what the hell? What's crazier than that is the fact that the game is a multiverse thing. So she'd be voicing multiple Bayonettas. So even more than one, the normal amount of lines. It's, just, it's crazy to me. Yeah, I feel like every week now we're getting a new, vo- a new um, uh, issue with voice actors like not getting paid enough. I'm hoping we're going to see some, some standardization there. Because it is actually crazy when I realize how little they make. Where's this guy here from Breath of the Wild who got paid $3,000 for th- voicing characters in Breath of the Wild. One of which was Ravali, I believe. Who's, yes. You know, Ravali a major character in the, the game. Mm. Yes. He got more money from fucking voicing two characters in Freedom Planet 1 because he got a cut of the royalties from that game. Which is mm. how, it, how it should be, to be honest. Right. Right. We're just constantly learning all the time now that voice actors are getting fucked just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, like, what? We're talking about voice actors. Everybody should get paid part of the revenue that the oh, company yeah. makes. Everybody. Yeah. Every job. It's all it's it's almost <laughs> like we job. should get paid all the revenue and we should decide what's done with it, you know, collectively. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh my god, this sounds great. <laughs> Has anybody thought of this before? <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's this this group of people at the, the uh, at the top sort of above us, and they're just like all they do is just sort of take the what would you call it, guys? The the I don't know the the, the excess our, our extra labor or something uh-huh, the, uh-huh. The, the the excess work that we do and they just sort of like they take it and do what they want with it and give us the bare minimum necessary yeah and sometimes mm. even below that and I go that's weird guys is there thoughts of war I don't know we need some way to form a collective that can bargain for us that's right that's um, right some sort of fellowship yeah like a, like a fellowship yeah. of, of, of work of the ring yeah. yes. <laughs> 
Um, I heard that show uh, shit its pants, uh, but I have not watched. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. It's already. I mean, it's over. For season one's over. Okay. So right. yeah. Damn. First season shitter. Damn. I didn't have a. I, I haven't watched it. I don't know about it. Yeah. Other than I had no interest in it. Really. I'll probably watch it pretty. Soon. I haven't watched it yet. I'll probably watch it pretty soon. I'm watching House of the Dragon. That's that's all the fantasy I can I can take right now on TV. That show's great. Um, what else do we have? So yeah, voice actors are getting shit on. Hopefully mm. that is gonna change, and I hope all these people who are taking these, um, who are taking the jobs after they know the other person didn't get paid enough, feel bad about themselves. Even though yeah. I know they're just trying to pay their bills like everybody else, but it sucks. Oh, I'll say some, I'll say this real quick, and I'm gonna preface this. I'm just gonna preface it by saying that it's sarcasm. So I don't want people to think I'm crazy. But the Daily Wire has finally uh, hired a host who knows what he's talking about. Oh, God. Host over at the Daily Wire has said about anime, I think it's all satanic. I have no argument for it. I have no argument for why it's satanic. It just seems that way to me. And if by satanic you're saying bad for society, then I completely agree with this Daily Wire host. And uh, I I don't know how he's... Honestly, based. Honestly, based as hell. Based as hell on this one. I think, Matt Walsh, if you're th- saying that it's satanic in uh, the cool, awesome way, I agree, yes. Wait, Matt Walsh some, from Veep? Some of it. No, this guy's name is Matt Walsh. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's, it got me, too. It sucks. Um, and I, but yeah, I do believe the anime is bad for everyone. And uh, mm. we would, honestly, if you deleted all anime right now, We'd have flying cars in a month. (laughs) (laughs) To try and try and gather all the anime. I also believe um, that if we got rid of all rich text editing and we all wrote everything in plain text, we would have flying cars in a month. I have a lot of feelings about what would make us have flying cars in a month. (laughs) So if I had you expand on that, what do you mean? Are you like writing a notepad only? Notepad only, baby. (laughs) I will not explain further. (laughs) It's say, funny. I, I I'll watch. say this. I'll say this okay. before you say this. Right. And my thing about notepads, real quick, is that <laughs> I constantly, every couple of years, I find some new text editor, whether it be Google Docs or Obsidian or Notion or whatever, or organization tool, and I'm like, this thing's great. I use it for like a month, and then by the end of the month, I realize I'm I'm just writing stuff down in notepads. I'm just writing stuff down in plain text and making little lists and moving it all around, and that's all I need. And I think that's all you need as well, listeners. <laughs> Flying cars, 30 days. I promise. <laughs> Go ahead. Can I, can I at least use Notepad Plus? No. <laughs> I'm making a hard stance. You can use Notepad Plus Plus, but not Notepad Plus. Oh. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you can use that. That's fine. Okay, okay, we're good then. I just want to say Matt Walsh, by the way, has uh, Lego hair and beard. Like, the shit just pops on and off. Look at him. I mean, seriously. Oh, wow. I've never it's, seen him before. It's That's hilarious. It's one, like, solid piece of material on his on his face. I don't... It weirds me out a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's very How funny. much gel do you need for that? What? I, I just... I, I'm one of those guys. I don't ever use any, like, uh, uh, gel in my hair or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell. I think if you're yeah. going to be... Yeah. If you're going to be one of those like alpha male, uh, conservative, back to fucking nature or whatever kind of dudes, you, guys, come on. Buzz your hair. Cut it all off like I do. 
<laughs> have yourself a fucking a buzz down haircut because otherwise you just put you know you're putting all this paw in your hair and shit. What are you a woman? Come on. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa, Whoa buddy! <laughs> I mean, by their logic, right? I guess you got a point. Um, and yeah, it's I just like thing. heterosexuality. It's kind of like having sex with women. It's the gayest thing you could possibly do, right? <laughs> Why are you putting your dick in a woman? You know? Yeah. Kind of gay, bro. Right? Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I need. I mean, I'm gonna need some some steps here. I'm. Because what, what comes, you you, you want to be <laughs> what comes out of a vagina, a penis? Because when you have a baby, penis comes out. So you're you're basically putting your penis where penises are invented. Whoa, that's the gayest thing possible. Oh my god! <laughs> for for me, it's not even like that. It's like you want to be inside a woman. Interesting. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where you want to be, huh? Pretty gay, bro. Where do you want to be is inside of a man. All right, masculine. It's all masculinity, masculine all the way down. Energy. Exactly, exactly, guys. Come on, the Spartans knew about this. All right, they got it. Uh, <laughs> my God, pretty simple stuff. Uh, killing, um, me. killing me, Smalls. <laughs> uh, fuck. So it feels like there's so much has happened, but there's, we haven't talked about like any of it. Um. Oh, to to meet, have an intersection real quick of uh, video games and labor. There was an Nintendo of America QA worker who was um, fired for talking about unionization, which obviously sucks. Um, mm. But don't worry. Um, he has been paid restitution of $29,910. Um, and the, only, the upside here is that Nintendo does have to inform workers of their... Um, of their union rights under the National Labor Relations Act. So, I guess there is a silver lining, but... Wait, isn't that illegal to fire someone because they talked about a union? Yes. Yeah. It is. Which is why they... Which, that's the thing is, if you break a law, you just have to find out how much money you have to pay to right. pretend you didn't break that law. <sighs> and in this case... Capitalism? In this case, that amount was... $29,910. I see. I thought that was just like their fucking Nintendo severance package. Jesus. Nope. And we're, we're about to see a very terrible thing happen, which is the Supreme Court is going to take up a new, a new case, which is trying to make it legal for companies to sue workers for striking. Wow. For loss of productivity. For, for damages to their to their profits. How about they produce these nuts in their mouth? Oh my gosh! Mm. What? Where do you? Where does that end? You sue someone who isn't working, so they make no money. So you, what are you going to get out of this person? They don't have money. Free labor. That's what they want. There's a word for that, I think, as well. Free labor. There's a word for that. Oh, you mean slavery? <laughs> oh shit! <God> damn. <laughs> Well, I mean, they'll, their argument will be, you can just quit. You can just quit, whatever. We're not forcing you to work, but you are being forced to work. Because if you don't work, you'll starve and die, right? That's mm-hmm. People try to say that, that it's, this is voluntary employment. It's not really voluntary, though, is it? Unless you want to die. Right. Is, is choosing to die really a choice? Yeah. Voluntary of employment is only voluntary if you, one, are willing to just starve to death, or two, already have enough money where you don't need a job. It's the only, right. only times that... That employment is voluntary in our world. Yeah. yeah. 
So they're going to say that if you go on strike, you've damaged our profits because you weren't working and you prevented us from, from uh, uh, you know, creating profit for that day. And now we're going to sue you for that. And the Supreme Court is probably going to say yes to this. You know they are. Okay. Well, here's my zero dollars that you're suing me for. And have a nice day. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I don't even get it. They're gonna. I mean, they're gonna. They're they're gonna try and apply this in the worst way possible. I just don't know anymore, guys. Like, I mean, how bad can things fucking get before people can't take it anymore? You know, like, what's it got to take? I don't know. It's it's already been so much. Like, there've been school shootings, fucking people getting murdered in protests. Like, what else can you yeah. do? We're losing rights left and right. We're losing things we have left and right. Mm. Um, the environment's falling apart. I mean, right. did you see guys about the crabs that recently happened with the, with the, with the crabs? There's not going to be a crab season this, this year in Alaska. The Alaska snow crabs are gone. Whoa. A billion crabs are just gone. A billion? A billion have just dis- disappeared. Ooh, we should find them. <laughs> a billion crabs? How do they disappear? That's a good question, Seth. I mean, a lot of folks say they migrated north out of the, the traditional waters because it's, just, it's too warm to live there now. They can't mm. live in the normal waters they're fished in. Uh, so, yeah, that's fucked. I mean, that's just a billion crabs that are gone. They're just not, not going to be able to get them. Damn. That's amazing. Um, but that's, that is the funny. I, think, I do think we're going to, in a few years, we're going to be in a spot where most of us are going to be rooting for the environment. We're just going to be like, yep, <laughs> take us all down, please. <laughs> Yellowstone super volcano, blow us up. Do something. Yeah. And it'll be, it'll be like a, a cleansing of all of our earthly sins. It's like if there was an asteroid headed at Earth, I think I would probably cheer for the asteroid. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Just end it all. Okay, because... Shit is fucked. And I, if we avert the asteroid, what's the next day look like? More of the same. You know? Yeah. We're going to go back to this? I don't know. It just, it's just fucking stupid. I don't know how bad things got to get before we do anything about it. Oh, here's a, a something that, that happened recently. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you guys heard this shit about, about the, they're saying that, uh, that kids are identifying as cats. Start putting litter boxes in, in classrooms for them or whatever. Y'all, y'all heard about this? I have not heard about this. No, what the shit? This is a weird lie that's happened recently about uh, trying to demonize trans people more. Uh, trying to say, oh, are you they're identifying as the other, other gender? Now they're going to be cats or dogs or whatever. They're going to take shits in front of everybody in the litter box. And um, the thing is, that is not technically inaccurate. There are litter boxes, in a sense, being put into some classrooms. Do you want to guess why they're being put there? Because they have emotional support pets. They've lost all funding to have bathrooms. Uh, no, it's a case of a school shooter. What? If you have to bury, if you have to bury yourself in the room for a long time and kids got to take a piss or a shit, there's a fucking litter box with piss or shit in it. It's a bucket, not a box, basically, but it's like a, like a, like a chemical toilet for, for children to use in case they can't leave the, leave the room because there's a fucking shooter because in there. There's yeah. a, oh my God. Yeah, that's the reason why they're putting these things in classrooms now. Such an American way to solve a problem without ever solving it. Yeah, we'll do everything except solve the fucking problem. Yeah. Jesus. How about that? Let's, 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 let's just put a necklace on everyone in America that we can blow up whenever we want to become a school shooter. 
<laughs> Boom! We got it. And then no zero school shootings now. Uh, but you you know there's some company out there that makes these goddamn litter boxes for children that for for school shooting situations that made a fucking pretty penny off of this deal. Yeah. Right. You just know it. Because America, we don't fucking solve problems. We find ways to turn problems into money-making solutions. Yeah. Yes. And they never solved them. Of course no. not. <laughs> problems equal money. <laughs> Why would we solve them? I feel like I'm at your political rally right now, and I'm just like, yes! Uh. Tell them! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also, here in Georgia, how funny is the... Uh, you probably don't know, Seth. I'm sure you've seen something about, about yeah. Warnock versus yeah. Walker. <laughs> uh, yeah. Guys, Raphael Warnock personally emails me Let's just actually, you know what? Let's do this live. Let me go and see how many emails I have from Raphael. Oh, shit. I'm just going to have zero. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. And that's. In the last seven days, I have 17 emails from Raphael Warnock, and I do not live in Georgia, and I have told him that. <laughs> personally, you told him Personally! That. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, because I actually am in the state, and I have zero emails from Raphael And I also Warnock. get freaking text messages that are anti-Raphael Warnock. <laughs> Don't you go voting for? Oh my for him. god! Let me see. I, I delete them pretty quickly. No, I don't have any of those. Basically, like if you read these text messages, you would think that Raphael Warnock was like Karl Marx. It's not the way they talk about him. Like, there's it's just so funny to me. I got a text message from fucking Chris Coons the other day. Oh, the shit. guy who opposed friend of the show. Yes. No. I was like, why do you have my info? What the fuck. Um, keeping tabs on you. So at a debate, basically, um, Warnock brought up something about how uh, uh, Herschel Walker has, has lied about being a, a police officer, and so Wal- Walker pulls out a fucking like a badge, a fake badge, correct? <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a fake, it's, it's, it's fucking it's an serial box badge. badge. It's like he was given to him by 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 a police thing or whatever as an honorary thing. Like oh. you're a friend of the police department or whatever. And he's like, no, I can make arrests. I can do all this stuff. I can work with fucking police officers. I can do all this. And he's just rambling. And it's so funny to me. He watches got talk for more than like a minute. You're like, oh, he has brain damage. Yes, he clearly has CTE yep. from. He has obvious brain damage. Every time I see a clip of him on like Twitter or something, I'm more concerned about his mental health than anything else. Mm. I'm fuck mental. I'm not in physical health. This man has brain, yeah. like actual <laughs> legit brain problems. Yeah, and I'm like, what? I can't figure out what's funnier. Is it going to be funnier if a guy with brain damage wins the election <laughs> and is our our next senator from Georgia, or if it, is it a guy who is literally so brain damaged that even the Republicans won't vote for him? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what's what's the funnier solution. Or is like, it that Warnock, Raphael Warnock can't beat a man who is absolutely brain right. damaged? <laughs> Or if he, he needs a brain damage opponent to win. Yeah. Ugh. If it had been anybody else. Literally, anything that happens in Georgia is going to be disgustingly hilarious. Mm. Because he only beat Kelly Leffler because Biden was on the ticket, right? If, if, she, if he hadn't been there, she would have won. She'd be our new fucking senator. And whoever the fuck was, was running against uh, Ossoff would be our senator as well. 
So I don't know, but I literally do see, I'm like, man, Herschel Walker might be so brain damaged that he can't win the election. That would be hilarious. <sighs> that would be so, so funny. Oh, man. I, I, I did see one of the, uh, what is it, Herschel Walker's ads today, mm. and it was it was talking about, it was a counter to Warnock's ad, which was talking about the time he threatened to shoot someone in the fucking face. Hmm. So Herschel took that time to be like, "Hey, this man's telling half truths, <laughs> and you would know that if you read my fucking book." Mm. Wow, <laughs> a sales pitch for a book in the ad, and I'm That's- like, "You fuckers have no shame. <laughs> what is going on?" Well, I saw recently there was an ad from Stacey Abrams, who was again trying to run for governor. Give it up, Stacey. Um, who was saying, like, uh, Brian Kemp has sold a Georgian farmland to President Xi. Like, China has increased their investment in, in Georgia's farms. And I'm like, this is not making me dislike Brian Kemp. I'm sorry. You got to try again, Stacey. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not seeing the appeal here. I would rather my farm be owned by President Xi than by anybody else. So why go ahead. does Stacey Abrams want to be governor of Georgia? She's already on. She's the galactic president of the universe on Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't understand what she's going to gain from being the governor of Georgia. Seth, it's so funny because you're not here. You don't see the ads they run against her. Where it shows her in Star Trek as the president, and they're like Hollywood Stacey, not for Georgia. She got bigger things in sight. Yeah, God. I know she's she's already up. She's already up, up in the freaking stratosphere. She's hot. <laughs> that is very. Fun. I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't actually know they would run ads like that. That's very funny. They do. It's it's very funny to see her in that fucking galactic president or Earth president get up. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know why she keep, keeps trying. It's it's stupid. Uh, you're not gonna win. I'm sorry. It's, 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 a, it's a long shot. I don't know what it would take. Who's the governor of Georgia at this point? Brian, Brian Kemp. Kemp still. God damn, he's still there. The guy who ran his own election? Yeah. Man. He was literally in charge of the election that he won? Yep. Oh, oh, speaking of that, I have a great, funny international story. Oh, man. So y'all know the president of Brazil, uh, Jair Bolsonaro, you guys know this guy? Mm-hmm. He's had COVID about 800 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had shit come out of his nose one time because of how sick he was. Um, this guy is running for election against Lula, who got out of prison, was exonerated for that stuff that happened a couple years ago. It was and who's kind of a lefty, a soft lefty president, yeah. better than fucking Bolsonaro for sure. Sure. He recently said about he was talking about like pedophilia. <laughs> I don't know why you would talk about this as a political candidate in any context. But he was like, literally just looked at the camera and said, who among us has not been attracted to a minor before? Mm. <laughs> well, so he didn't want to win, huh? <laughs> and, and later on, he went to clarify his comments. And the guy behind him was a fucking a politician who was convicted of being a pedophile for some reason. And they took out big Google ads for Brazilian users that was like, Bolsonaro is not a pedophile. And I'm like, bro, you you can't. This just in. R. Kelly has been moved to a prison in Brazil <laughs> to match the ideologies. Oh, God. 
It's like literally wearing a shirt that says, I'm not a pedophile. D- you can't. It's not gonna... <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, bro. <laughs> I think I saw that one time. I think there was... This might have been a complete fake article. I don't know. But it was, if it was fake, it was funny. If it wasn't, it's sad. Where there was like this group of parents who were like chaperoning a field trip. And they all got shirts. Of, like, it, they didn't say, I'm not a pedophile, but they much more long-windedly said, like, I'm not attracted to children or whatever, so that people wouldn't think that this group of adults around children was so weird. You couldn't just get a shirt that said chaperone on it? Just... That would be... That, that, that might be better, but yeah, it was like... No, Marcus. That's what a pedophile would do. Ah, of course. Right. Silly yeah. me. So. that might, If it was a fake article, very, very funny. I just... Okay... I, I gotta think about it for a second, though, guys. If you saw a group of children with some adults among them, like, walking around, like, I don't know, doing, like, field trip type shit, would your mind go to, these are pedophiles, and they've got these children? No. Is that what you would think? But if they wore shirts and said, I'm not a pedophile, I'd go kick their ass. <laughs> I would have worried. Then I would, yeah, now I'm I'd concerned. I'd throw them into the gorilla pit at the zoo. I'd be like, these guys gotta get out of here. <laughs> Well, no, the first thing I would do is look for the cameras. Where, where is the, where's oh, yeah. Ashton where Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher? Kutcher? <laughs> where am yeah. I getting, where am I getting punked at? All right. Because I, I, I would have to believe it was a joke of some sort that I, that is a stupid joke. You know, whatever happened to how to catch a predator. Joe Walsh died. I think that's different. It was uh, Chris Hansen was to catch a predator. Chris, Chris Hansen. Hansen yes. Right. Joe, Joe Walsh was the other guy who did like. America's Most Most Wanted. Wanted. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. As his son was abducted. Like a show like that. Right. It's, it's popular. It's kind of funny sometimes. And it's it's doing good shit. It's getting pedophiles off the street. That's not true. Like, I think, I mean, the only problem with that show is that they should be filming, they should be making 8,000 episodes a year. Right. That's what, they, that's what they should be doing. Yeah, there's too many pedophiles yeah. out there. There's well, not enough good. episodes of that show. <laughs> We need Chris Hansen back. Yeah. We make eight he Chris Hansen neighborhood. <laughs> you should get an entire neighborhood. Just, ha- just let them roll in. Can you see Chris Hansen like in a, a log cabin somewhere out in the fucking Rockies and there's like a helicopter? Full beard. Like Chris. <laughs> yeah. We need you again. One one last job, Chris. <laughs> we need you to catch Jared Bolsonaro. Don't you love these cliches like, we come up with? In our, like the whole log cabin, you know. <laughs> Where did that come from? Where did we originate that from? It's one of those things, I think it's in all of our consciousness. But tell me truly, where was the first time you ever I, saw I think, it? I think I saw, I saw something that, that explained where this came from. Wow. Because it, it was also, um, fuck, when you're on a roll, it explained that too. It was okay. an old, old fucking president. They had a giant fucking victory balls that they would push across state lines yeah, they were yeah. Going to different places uh, okay. for election yes. and shit. And I think, like, one of his running mate was, like, seen as, like, a country bumpkin type. And everyone said, oh, he lives out in this fucking log cabin and shit. And he started selling log cabin, like, was it syrup or whiskey? I think it was whiskey. Why not both? And that just stayed in the, the fucking public consciousness. I was like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's, that is very interesting. Feel free to check me on that, because, whew. Yeah. I think this is a movie thing. At some point, a movie showed a, re- a retired badass living out in the fucking woods somewhere, and it became a thing. I know. But it's, it's so funny, because I cannot pinpoint... Like, first of all, I can't pinpoint where it started, and I honestly can't... 
aside from one episode of South Park, I can't off the top of my head think of it actually happening in a movie. Even though I know it has, and I know I've seen mm-hmm. it happen in a movie. It definitely happened in that movie Shooter. Yeah, it did happen in the movie Shooter. That is a good point. Recent recent example related to this is Better Call Saul. When those when the he when Lalo goes and finds that guy living in that cabin in the woods by himself, that is to true. Go. So yeah, it's it the, the idea of a guy with a dark past living out in the woods by himself. That's yeah. even Walter White in the original Breaking Bad. That's sort of what he went mm. trying to go do for a while. Yeah. Oh, you know what's so a, it's like a tangentially good example of this from recent memory? Pig with Nicholas Cage. Yes. You saw that movie, right? I mean, John Wick is the same thing, but instead of out in the country, he's in a fucking like mansion yeah, or whatever. He's just kind of like I mean, a nice modern like townhome. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, um, yeah. I see it. It's all there, but like you, you haven't seen, you by, the, you seen Pig, by the way, go see it. Yeah, Pig <laughs> rules. Remember that the Key and Peele skits about this about the, the one last job from the retired yes. warrior. Yeah, <laughs> those are like the perfect celebration of this weird trope. But I cannot think of the origin of it. Yeah, You're right. All right, what was the first movie that pulled this trick on us? I don't know. Probably some shit in the fifties or sixties that nobody remembers anymore. Right. That's the thing. That's the one thing I've. It's really weird how, like, if you become, like, a person who's, like, like myself, who's, like, you know, I really like to watch a lot of films, I appreciate film, the biggest problem is they're, like, oh, well, if you want to, like, if you want to appreciate film, you got to go watch these classics from the 40s and 50s, and you go and watch them, and you're, like, these movies are boring, and it's because all the stuff they're doing is stuff you've seen done a hundred times in movies now, but they were really original at the time, and it's still very important that you see the, the metamorphosis of it. But I think that's a, a lot, a lot, a big problem with um, people who are getting into film. They go watch an old movie and they're like, "Well, I've seen this before." I, you know. and it's just, it's really hard. It's like, how do you tell someone the reason that you're supposed to be watching this and um, right. how important that can be? I don't know. And even like if every like movie watcher does that, aren't you like standardizing movies for the future? Like if they become a filmmaker, is aren't these the things they're going to pull from? The things that people already I've seen exactly. Over and over again. Yeah, but now we have a generation of filmmakers who want to pull from Anthony and Joe Russo, and I'm going to jump off of a fucking bridge <laughs> if I ever see someone say that those people, those two, are their uh, directorial inspiration. Not that I have anything uh, against the guys; they just have not made very distinct and interesting movies, in my opinion. I'll try their their output as workmanlike. It it works. The early stuff film. they did on Community was really good, and it really showed what people who don't have ten trillion dollars at their disposal can make when they're passionate about it. But ever since then, they haven't really got to do that again. And didn't they produce everything overall at once? They weren't producers on that. Yeah. Okay. So at least they have an eye for talent, I guess. In a Several way. eyes. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's eyes all over that movie. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I, I feel you, Seth. I feel like people today are going to grow up watching this bullshit. Like, this is actually a problem in anime. It came up recently. I think Hayao Miyazaki talked about this. He was like, all the folks making anime today who were inspired by the anime of the 90s and the 80s only watch anime. He's like, that's where they get their re- their their inspiration from. Their references come from anime. And he's like, but in the 80s and 90s, we didn't have anime to watch. We had to watch other things and get our inspiration from other stuff outside of anime. And he's like, he's 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 worried it's becoming a fucking like an Ouroboros, right? Mm-hmm. Devouring its own tale of no one is original anymore because they're all just looking at what happened in the past. And that's his fear is that it's gonna it's gonna burn out one day because there's nothing new that's gonna be made. 
He's probably right. I think this applies to a lot of things. Folks are reading and looking at the derivatives of older stuff and not, and not even that. It's not even to read, like, read Shakespeare or whatever. Just go out and have life experiences and get your inspiration <laughs> from that, right? Look at the yeah. world and not the, not media. I think is a bigger point. Yeah. 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 I know somebody who's guilty of uh, only watching anime and uh, shows. Um, that's Marcus. Um, <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. But I'm yeah, I, I do agree with that. Individual. I think it. I think it happens in a lot of things, like not just anime. I think <clears throat> there's lots of filmmakers wanting to watch certain kinds of film. There's, I mean, there's a lot of people who, you know, pretty much only play video games and their only reference for what is good or bad and story and music and all that all comes from video games and they don't have that, that, um, that wide berth. So I do agree. I think that not only should you vary yourself, but you should, yeah, just go out and see stuff and do stuff and experience stuff because it'll... We got it. It's why it's it's the it's really the separator between good media and great media, and yeah, I just think that's how it is. Yeah, I mean, because Miyazaki was like, look beyond e- even even vi- go to like the visual arts, look at paintings, read poetry, read books, and let that inform your your stuff. You know, more than just deriving more from anime that's already made, right? And I'm like, that goes for every musical field or every uh, artistic field, basically music, art writing video games it's like there's other things to draw from it's kind of like how recently in the last like eight or nine years we had the the, the dad game like <laughs> every game now pictures a father doing something because all those the game devs got old and had kids yeah and they're yeah. putting their experiences in the games when's the mom game genre coming along when's that happening i'm sure there's been one or two already but we need it's more maybe one or two but yeah we, we, we it would be nice to see some more more mom yes that kind of shows you how the demographics of the the senior game devs who get to make these decisions. Oh, isn't yeah, isn't, yeah. isn't a Returnal a mom game? Returnal. Returnal. Yeah. It's interesting you say that, Marcus. I think you need to play Returnal before I can answer that question. <laughs> no, I'm not going to play Returnal, but I have watched like all of it played. So, <laughs> Marcus, you should play Returnal if you get a chance. It's a really good game. I believe you. I believe you. And it's probably the reason on a PS5. I would think. Is, is there been another game come out since that is exclusive to PS5? That's the reason to own it. Not. I mean, the new God of War is coming out this year, or they, they removed it. I can't remember. No, it's gonna be this year. And until then, I don't think there's. I don't think there's any other um, big game where it's like, oh, you gotta have PlayStation for this. That's your problem. PS5 and Xbox. Is it? What's Who it cares? Now? Xbox Series X or whatever. Yeah, they don't have they don't have a Breath of the Wild. They don't have that. Breath of the Wild was a reason was the reason to own a Switch. I bought the Switch just to play that game. And you know what? If I had not played a single other Switch game, it'd been fucking worth it just for that one game. Damn, for sure. That's how good that game is. So I'm just saying, there's nothing like that on the PS5 or Xbox, whatever. Yeah. I agree. But the Xbox whatever gets its um, entire price tag from Game Pass, yeah. which is good. Don't be wrong. Is, yeah, which is great. Um, but yeah, I do. I do agree that. I mean, I agree. There haven't there have not been any console exclusive games in a long time where I'm like, damn. I, w-. I mean, I have the consoles anyway. It's like not where I'm like, damn. I'm glad I have a console for this because honestly, all the good games are on PC, and most of them aren't AAA games. Um, Honestly, every good game now is just uh, a ripoff of 
Vampire Survivors, and I love it. Every <laughs> game that comes out now that's good, it's just, oh, it's Vampire Survivors, but a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I love it. I mean, I'm in the, the, the point now where I think every game that comes out as good is a ripoff of Disco Elysium. That's uh, true, too. Cause... There is a big Disco Elysium-like movement going on. Because I played Citizen Sleeper, and that game ruled. That game had such a good story. I really enjoyed it, and I want to see more games made on that sort of like minimalist, almost visual novel, but not quite sort of sort of genre. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. What's that, what's that game coming out soon? The Squaresoft game with the Forspoken. Remember this game? Forspoken? Forspoken, Where yeah. the combat looks incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. But then all the voice acting looks absolutely terrible. It does not look great <laughs> from that perspective. Because it's all that, like, that just happened. Fucking nonsense, like Marvel movies. Yeah. Wow. That's my favorite meme now. People trying to, to make fun of the Marvel movie humor. It's one of my favorite. I just read them and see like see like YouTube videos all the time where there's like, well, that just happened. It's great. It's so good because it's it's Which, it's bad because it's like there's nothing technically wrong with that type of humor. There's nothing technically wrong with it when you see it for ten straight years in the biggest movies of the year, and not just in Marvel. Like everybody yeah. is trying to do that style of humor, and oh my god, it's so annoying. When your movies aren't allowed to have genuine moments of like of pathos or or feeling because someone has to come in with a joke every fucking thirty five seconds to keep the audience engaged, it it's yeah. not good. That's not that's not. Come on. And then in one of those movies, a person breaks down in tears because they believe they caused the Hiroshima bombings. In the same movies where they're making these types of jokes, you're like, huh, this is a little yeah. tonally off. Yeah, it was really weird, by the way, to have that character be uh, black. That felt strange to me, that we're going to have him be the one that thinks he's responsible for all the evil that happened in human history. That's pretty yeah. weird. That was, Speaking of which, rough. I have a thing to say about, about House of the Dragon. Right? Tell me. <clears throat> I'm not sure it's intentional or not. Maybe, maybe, maybe the show wants me to feel this way. But I do feel a little weird about the treatment of the black characters in this show. Okay. I don't like the get like like, like Marcus. You haven't watched show, have you? Do you no, care? I have not, and I don't care. <laughs> you don't give a shit. There's a in, there's a there's a character. There's there are black characters in Game of Thrones now. There's a whole black Ooh. noble family who the, are doing the their Valyrian thing. family. Or the Valyrian, Valyrian family. Yes, they're like the masters of the ocean or whatever. Yeah, uh, breaking stereotypes. And then all of a sudden, at one point, the one of the main characters is married to a black guy, right? A, one of the Valyrian guys, but he's gay. So she's like, listen, here's the deal. We'll get married and we can still fuck whoever we want. Are you cool with that? And he's like, yeah, that sounds great to me. That's, that's fantastic. And then he comes 10 years later, she's got all these white kids because she's fucking a white dude. Yeah. And people are like, people have eyes and clearly understand <laughs> that she is having children by a man who is not her husband. That's a big deal, obviously. Right. He doesn't give a shit. He loves the kids. He's cool with it. Because again, he's gay. He doesn't want to have kids. It's fine. But. At a certain point, there's a there's a there's a breaking point in the show where the character, like the last guy of this family, basically is like, "Hey, these two kids are gonna inherit my my brother's seat, are not her fucking not by my nephew." How dare these you? Are, right, they're bastards. Basically, is what he says, and he's not wrong about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it feels so weird to be like, "Yes, these black people are being fucked out of existence by these white people." That's what it feels like to me. Am I wrong yeah. on this? Does that not feel strange to you? You're not wrong. And it's one of those things where it's like 
they wanted to have the they wanted to have a black family in the the show. They want to have the Valerians, which is cool. I don't mind. I don't mind. I think it's cool. I think all their their the 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 outfits and the set dressing are dope, and a lot of the actors are amazing on that side of it. But I also think that halfway through development, they're like, "But wait a minute, there aren't any black people in Game of Thrones, at least not enough. So how do we handle this?" Um, but I guess it makes. I guess it does make sense to make them into a. A, a type of people who don't exist anymore in the Game of Thrones, at least a big family that don't exist anymore in the Game of Thrones universe. If you wanted to have those characters, so it's kind of like a weird like it's like well, if you don't do this, then Game of Th- then House of Dragons just going to be white as hell, just like Game of Thrones, which people complained about. So it's like where how how do you manage this in a prequel? You know, it's so it's just so weird. But I do agree with you. It just feels strange. It's like this, like they're just being, like they're being genetically replaced by white people, and they can't do anything about it. And it felt strange to see that happen. And maybe, maybe it's intentional. Maybe the show is trying to do that on purpose, but just it doesn't make it any less uncomfortable seeing it happen. You know. I agree. Interesting. I have a quick rant, real quick. Okay. Went and saw the new um, David Gordon Green Halloween movie. Halloween ends. Uh, I'm not going to give a full review because I really want Smith to watch these movies, but I will say that it is. I'm not going to say if I think it's good or bad, but I am going to say that it's 10,000 times better than the one before Halloween Kills. Um, Mm. But beforehand, there was a red band trailer for a movie. and I'm like, awesome. You don't get to see red bands that often in theaters. So I'm excited for this one. And there's a movie coming out this year that has uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things playing Santa Claus. And he's fucking badass it's it's called violent night good name um <laughs> but there's two problems with the movie one the whole premise is that santa has been called um on christmas night while he's living presents to help out this family who's um you know got got a bunch of dudes in the house trying to murder and rob them um the problem is that the family is extravagantly wealthy they have over 300 million dollars in their safe so it's just weird that this whole movie is going to be Santa Claus protecting some bourgeoisie family. It's like, who gives a fuck if these people lose their money? I don't. Um, and But it's actually good because the second problem with the trailer is that the entire movie is in the trailer. So I've already seen it. Um, and it wasn't very good. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw like a, a still from the movie and I was just like, okay, I guess we're doing this, huh? We're doing, we're doing the, the Santa action movie or whatever, or is it a horror movie? I can't tell. It's an action movie. Okay, um, it's an action movie. Yeah, just with a lot of a lot of violence. But they literally show like what, from what I can tell, probably all the good kills and beat 'em ups in the trailer. They're all there already. So. And wait, he is he like the actual Santa Claus or yes, like an Santa he Claus is real life Santa. He is actual Santa. <laughs> oh. Okay, so Santa so Claus comes So in. he has actual magical yes. powers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, his magical... Okay. See, Seth, you're selling it to me right now, actually, because <laughs> I won't watch the trailer. I kind of want to watch the movie now a little bit, because I do want to see how it works. Maybe. He protects a $300 million family, though, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the, the sad part. Yeah, I mean, that's how it be sometimes, though. You know, you watch these fucking movies, and... I mean, you watch Home Alone, right? And that's a rich, that's a rich ass fucking family living in a fucking right. mansion, basically in New York. Or is it New York? Is it New York? Yeah, it's New like York. seven kids. Or yeah, they have way too many kids. 
No, they, they go to New York in the second one. He doesn't live in New York. Oh, yeah, you're right, because the second one's lost in Manhattan. Which but it's a big city somewhere. You get lost in Manhattan. It's a grid system. I get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That's you don't get lost in Manhattan. That's the whole John Mulaney bit, is that you technically can't get right. lost in Manhattan because it's a grid system. So, uh-huh, but that doesn't make sense to us country bumpkins. If you, you know need to go works. to first and first, you just keep going left and right until you reach <laughs> the next number. Uh-huh. Tell me which tree to turn at, sir. How no far trees. is it from how far is it from the cow? Yeah. All right. The cow in Manhattan. Well, yeah. I once had a person tell me turn left at the cow. Yeah. And I I saw the cow, so I knew where to turn on the saying. Oh thank goodness. It's not useful, really. <laughs> I thought you meant New York. I was like, where the fuck was the cow standing? <laughs> Marcus, who's born and raised in New York. Yeah. <laughs> On the mean Listen, streets of Manhattan. This no, in and out. Not even. <laughs> Marcus seems like he's from uh, uh, Bushwick. <laughs> Bushwick. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. I was trying to think of like places in New York that I know about. Madison Square Garden? Yeah, he's from yeah, Madison Square Garden. <laughs> right there, Center State. Uh, 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 uptown. <laughs> Oh, God. Staten Island. I know that one. I know Staten, Staten Island. Island. Long Island. I know that one. Yep. <laughs> Jersey. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know some places Marcus, in New we've York. basically been there. <laughs> yep. Jersey is, like, near New York. It's not a part of New York. Astoria. Right? Sure. No? Yeah. No? I don't know. All right. So, uh, uh, I've been watching <laughs> House of the Dragon, which is good, yep. <laughs> um, and reading Gideon the Night. Which is also good. And How far are you? Ready more? Not very far. Been a busy Come week. Come on. Been so. a busy week. Um, I've also been watching um, A League of Their Own on Amazon Prime, which is just a cool kind of retelling of that old Gina Davis movie created by uh, Abby Jacobson, starring Darcy Carden, and it's really good. So that's what I've been doing. How about you, boys? I've been watching uh, Mobile Suit Gundam The Witch from Mercury, which has an incredible curveball in the, ep- in the third episode. I love the ending of that episode. It's crazy. Uh, Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man is happening, everybody. It's here. It's finally time. You can yes. hear the chainsaws. Marcus, you watch it? Yes. Yes, I watched this. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> so good. Can't can't wait to watch. It's fucking Chainsaw Man Tuesdays, baby. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Um, and I've been also reading Gideon the Ninth. I'm ahead of Seth because I, cl- I clearly would be. Um, yeah. but I'm taking my time after every chapter. I sit down and I write down what happened in the chapter and it's helping me a lot with remembering. I've been things. doing the same thing actually. Oh, wow. wow. Nice. Oh. So, yeah. Marcus, what about you? Me? I've been playing, uh, Control. Ooh. Deep Rock Galactic. Nice. That's a great game. And... Phasmophobia. Those, those have been the games I've been playing. And I just bought myself a, a new graphics card to upgrade my computer. Yeah. Nice. What'd you buy? A uh, 3070. Oh, yeah. That'll do you. Yeah. Considering I, I'm rocking a 1050 right now, <laughs> anything is going to be an upgrade. <laughs> I have, a, I have a 2070 right now and it's still holding strong, man. Have it run yes. Cyberpunk 2077 on high settings. It's great. Hell yeah. So yeah, you, you get that one, you'll be set for like the next, what, six or seven years probably? That's what I am hoping for. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Of, yeah. So, Ooh. that an episode, boys? That's an episode. It is. 
this has been the Lineals Podcast. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find the things that I write about movies, television, and everything in between on indistinct-shatter.io. And I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And I occasionally do art for the podcast. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell, who streams on Twitch at the Ben Powell. Um, <clears throat> he's been Not streaming Bloodborne lately, and it's been great. You can lead a horse of water, but you can't get under it. Fuck the uh, voice actor's not getting paid enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, capitalism is the cause of all of our problems. You, uh, wait, what I say? Uh, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans, New York, that's the Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.